Hello and welcome to the staff room, the interlude edition. Thank you for joining me today for my moment of Zen. My name is Pav and I am half of the dynamic duo that makes up the staff room. Che is also going to be releasing his interlude today too, so be sure to give it a listen. Today for my moment of Zen, I want to talk to you about my classroom, the actual physical space. Uh, if you listen to the episodes, if you listen to some of the interludes, you'll you'll know that I teach rotary science and this is my second year teaching rotary science to the grade sevens and eights at our school. So that's the intermediate division. I love teaching science. Uh, this year I also teach math as well. So right up my alley, math and science, love teaching it, love developing the lessons, working with the kids, doing things new ways, lots of experiments, lots of fun things that are happening in the science room. But it's just that. It's a science room. It's a lab. It's very cold and sterile in there. It actually is the coldest room in the school, so you'll often see me bundled up with sweaters and shawls and uh, big boots all the time because it is freezing in there. Even in the summertime, it is the coldest room. I'll be the only teacher in the school walking around with a thick sweater in the middle of summer. But it's, it's not a very comfortable space. And I feel like a little bit of a hypocrite when I talk about comfortable spaces all the time during the show, but mine is not that. I've been working for the past two years on trying to make it a little bit more comfortable, but the science lab has to be very functional. There's only one area of the classroom where I feel like I could have developed a little bit of a comfortable reading space, but that's where I decided to make my maker space. So it's filled with tools and all kinds of workbenches and things that you're going to use to create and make. And so it's not a very comfortable space. I don't have enough places up on my walls to put things up because the room is filled with cupboards. Uh, there are sinks all over the counters, which there should be in a science lab, but it really doesn't allow me to put anything in there to represent a lot of student voice. So I have been spending a lot of my time trying to make the space as comfortable as possible. There's not enough seating area in the classroom. So if I have a class of more than 25, it starts to feel very crowded. They are tables, not desks. So all of the students' books are all on top of the tables all the time or off to the counters on the side, thus creating a perpetually messy space. Uh, we spend tons of time every week just trying to keep the room tidy enough to be functional. I don't have shelves. I have lots of cupboards that are filled with science-related materials, which we also need, but I don't have anywhere to keep books. And it's tough because I'm teaching a subject that I love, but it's very, very difficult to make the space my own and represent some of my own voice in there and also definitely represent the student's voice. So we are constantly just filling the room with their work. Chart papers are covering up the cupboards all the time. Um, we're using 
every cupboard space, every cupboard door to show off their work and show off the things that they're doing. We actually have started using the whiteboard markers, shh, don't tell anyone, on the cupboards because we found out that you can wipe them clean. So we, we actually use the cupboards as workspace. Um, and it's, it's great, it's a great room, it's a great space, but it's just not comfortable. And I'm trying so hard, and it's one of my struggles, and it has been for the past two years, to make my room as comfortable as possible. So, you know, it's, it's still something that I'm working on. It's still something that I'm trying to do. I'm constantly purging from that room because there's stuff that's been in that space for years and years that's never been touched, never been used, um, including some actual uh, specimens that are in some glass jars in their formaldehyde um, that have been sitting there for quite some time and the students always find them kind of fun to look at and scary but don't have very much use for them anymore so there's always things that I'm trying to get rid of and trying to clear space for but it's really difficult it's one of my personal struggles as a teacher um, and so hopefully I can do something at some point if you've got any suggestions for me to try and make a science lab more comfortable for my grade 7 class please hit me up at Mrs. Wander or at Staff Podcast on Twitter. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Please make sure you check out our other episodes and check out Che's Interlude as well. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Staff Room, the Interlude Editions, with me, Jim Guy. Before we get started on today's interlude, which of course will be about my usual nonsense, although the usual nonsense is almost always something of pertinence. The teachers in the grind every day say, actually, this is something I got to deal with. This is something that I need to contend with. But before that... Big thank you to all our followers, all our listeners, all our new listeners, all our loyal listeners. If you check our link in the bio, you can see where we are on Twitter. Come and join us. Come and visit us. Let us connect beyond merely the podcast. We've been on Twitter and on the air for a couple of months. We've been building up great relationships on Twitter and looking forward to building up some more. Come and visit us. A good mix of what we're up to and who we're chit-chatting with. Serious, fun, playful, little bit of everything, which is what we hope our podcast is. A little bit of everything. In tune with education, trying to make a difference, but then lighthearted on the same vein. Because ultimately, you can't take yourself too seriously or you're just going to drive yourself crazy. you got to enjoy the moment and thrive in the moment. And ultimately, we think our podcast and our Twitter does just that, reflects what we believe in education. So thank you and come join us. As for my interlude this week, I want to talk about something that is in plain sight all the time. Well, until it goes missing. And then something that we all know we have and we know there's abundance in schools, we can't get a hold of and we can't get our bigger pieces of technology in our classroom to work. I'm talking, of course, about extension cords, power bars, 
they are in abundance. They are all over the place. But rest assured, unless you hold on to them all the time, wrap them up with 18,000 different labels, connect them to the ground, tape them down somewhere, they're always going to go missing. You always lend them out. Oh, I'll give that back in an hour. In an hour, you're still waiting from 2007 for that thing to be returned. But then when you go to the person or place, not that it's malicious, they're gone. They're so commonplace, but yet no one ever seems to have them. They always need to borrow them. And with all our new extensions on technology and needing power sources, the power bar has become this ultimate necessity one we all have but one that always seems to need to be borrowed for some reason and rest assured once something is borrowed in those regards when it's something small like a power cord doesn't return it can't be returned it can't be found i think one of the big problems is putting your name on it repeatedly over and over again with sharpies with stickers with everything the more you put your name on it the more assuredly it's gonna vanish and so, in my particular anecdotal story this week, as I'm the tech guy and we set up tech for our assemblies, you know what, I always have my go-to bin, always have my go-to bin. Everything is rest assured in that bin. So there's no chance of going to assembly and not having everything. So we're doing all our setup, our mics, our computer, our projectors, and then I need that final piece because with all these pieces set up, I need about six or seven points to put in my power cord. And there's no power bar. Where's the power bar? Well, Mr. Chan, I thought you had the power bar. No, the power bar is in that bin, that essential bin that we never touch. Oh, I don't know about that, Mr. Chaney. Didn't you lend something out last time? Uh, I don't remember lending anything out. Oh, Mr. Chaney, I think we lent one out. I what? I lent one out? Oh, I don't know if I lent one out or not. It seems quite reasonable that someone said, can I borrow a power bar from a tech gear? And I would lend it out. That's what teachers do. But in my haste... It's such a take-for-granted moment that I'll always have a power bar that they're all over the place that in that moment when you need it, all of a sudden you can't find it. Power bars, extension cords, label them, tape them, don't let them out of your sight, attach them to your tool belt like your Batman. That is my interlude this week. Those power cords bars for plugging in our plugs to just make sure we can get everything working i think i need to invent an app not find my phone find my power board that way when i'm looking for my cords i can find them all when i need them this has been my interlude looking forward to our real episode this week but i always love touching base remember to inspire don't require and always stay a humble humble servant.